The older I become, the faster each year seems to pass. Even this year, with its COVID complications, seems to have shot by. And here we are facing Advent once again. Last week, we celebrated Christ the King and we had the white liturgical colour. Next Sunday, it's going to be Advent and we will have the traditional purple colour with all the, uh, with all the uh, other colours as well. Now, you can read the Bible cover to cover, and that'll take you a little while, but you won't find the word Advent mentioned in the Bible because at its base, it's a Latin word, Adventus, meaning a coming, not quite an arrival, but being on the way, a coming. Around about the year 380 AD, when some people were young, thank you, there was a church council held at a place called Sargossa. And it was at that council that one of the church teachings that was discussed was the belief that God became flesh in the form of Jesus and lived among us. But it wasn't until the 8th or 9th centuries that Advent started to be observed and celebrations were held then. Now, we Anglicans are not the only ones who observe Advent. Roman Catholics observe Advent. Many Protestant churches observe Advent. Methodists do. Lutherans do. Presbyterians do. And the Orthodox churches do. Advent is, is celebrated both together in church and also privately in homes. Now, the fact that today is the something of um, 24th of November doesn't mean that Advent's on the 24th of November every year. Uh, Advent begins on the fourth Sunday before Christmas Day and always ends on Christmas Eve. And Advent is all about the coming of Christ, whether we're preparing for the celebrating of Christmas when God first came as Jesus, or whether we're preparing for the second coming of Christ, as we state in the creed at every communion service, he will come again in glory. Now, there are various practices and traditions associated with Advent, including keeping an Advent calendar. You can get one from Dan Murphy's and you can have a different drink every day. I think they they have lost the real meaning of the Advent calendar, but you can. And you get one from Cadbury. Right, okay, Uh, so there's um, the Advent calendar. There's lighting an Advent wreath. There's praying an Advent daily devotional. And then there's putting up all the decorations getting ready for Christmas, the Christmas tree, as well as other ways of preparing for Christmas. And as you drive around at night, even now, you will see that some people have already put up their Christmas light displays outside their home. Now you can go and knock on their door and say, thank you for the Advent preparation. And they will look at you blankly because they haven't got a clue what you're on about. But they're on about Advent, getting ready for Christmas. During Advent, there are a number of saints' days that occur. There's St Andrew's Day on November the 30th, 
There's St Nicholas's Day on December the 6th. There's St Lucy's Day on December the 13th. And there's St Thomas's Day on December the 21st. So the progress of Advent is punctuated by these other festivals where we remember significant people in Christian history. I reckon Bruce Gould is really happy that we don't have a daily service here at St Matthew's because he would have to change the colours all the time. Red, purple, red. And he would not be my friend. Okay. I wonder, do you remember Jesus' parable of the wise and foolish bridesmaids? The wise girls had no idea when the bridegroom would arrive. And apparently that was a custom in Jesus' day because the bridegroom arrived almost any old time. Could have been the middle of the night. And as the bridesmaids were there to let the... um, Who's the girl? Of the bride. Let her know that the chap was here. They had to be ready any time at all. And so they had to be uh, ready, ready or not, as we used to say when we played hide and seek. But the wise girls had packed extra olive oil for their olive lamps and they would be ready regardless of the time when the bridegroom turned up. The unwise girls were obviously Australians. She'd be right, they said, and they had no extra supplies of oil. They were caught completely unprepared. And they were excluded from the wedding party. But in the parable, Jesus was making the point that people had to be prepared for the second coming. That motto was drummed into me and everyone who's ever been a Boy Scout. Be prepared. Jesus' parable of the bridesmaids is a parable with the Advent theme. He is coming. Be prepared. He is coming. Get ready. So how do we get ready for the coming of Christ? Getting ready for his first coming at Christmas is a whole set of rituals that every person, every family already has established. The sending of Christmas cards, and we're getting our first ones already. I feel very guilty. Uh, Purchasing Christmas gifts. Working out at whose home the family will get together this year. Organising the Christmas schedule so we see all the people we need to see. Getting people ready for the Christmas services and turkeys and tinsel and yet more wrapping paper, food and drink supplies, Christmas decorations. Now we all do these things and they are our Christmas rituals and getting ready for the coming of Christ on the first time. But there can be a spiritual and Christian preparation for Christmas too. And we can do that all the way through Advent. We could decide on a particular person or a particular cause or a mission to write to and think about and pray for each day during Advent. We could take note of the Advent prayers or collects that we pray. And we could look at those prayers slowly and carefully, dwelling on the words. And each day in Advent, determinedly preparing ourselves spiritually and mentally for the coming of Christ. And on the day itself, or Christmas Eve, it's true, isn't it, that we know that there's something missing if we don't get to a church service on Christmas Day. 
if we don't sing Christmas carols until they come out of our ears, if we don't see our friends to wish them a happy Christmas, even that part of our personal annual ritual becomes a part of our getting ourselves ready, our minds and hearts and attitudes and orientations, getting them all ready for the real meaning of Christmas, uncamouflaged by tinsel and Santas and glitter. And how do we get ready for the second coming of Christ? Because that's also what Advent is all about. The older we get, the keener becomes our perception that one day we may well meet our Saviour. And it will be through our awareness of the presence of God with us day by day. It will be through our practising the presence of God with us day by day. It will be through keeping up our supply of oil, to use Jesus' parable terms, so that our spiritual lamps don't lose their flame. It will be a living light through our lives as we are prepared to meet Christ at any moment. It's through being spiritually prepared that we get ready for the second coming of Christ. May we live closely with Christ. May we live daily with Christ. May we live momentarily with Christ. And know that should he come to us even today, we are ready, for we are the people of Advent, and we are prepared.